Hello and welcome to LCI Podcast. This is episode 15 and we're here. We've made it. We're into the playoffs now. The brackets are set. Matchups are ready and, and we're off. Tonight is just myself, so it'll be a little short one to get people ready for the weekend. Well, the last week of the regular season and we had some, some crazy outcomes to go into it. Zane held the destiny into his own hands. He just needed to pull out a win against Keith, and he'd be locked and loaded, ready to go. And unfortunately, Keith decided to stomp on his game, outscoring him 148 to 125. Respectable scores by both teams, but Zane was unfortunately was unable to overcome such a monstrous performance by uh, Keith there, with Leonard Fournette continuing to be just such a great draft value. Aaron Jones also was super efficient, only five total carries and gets a touchdown and three catches for another touchdown. His defense, Dallas, too, had a pretty big game, 25 points. Just unfortunate for Zane, who had a pretty respectable numbers himself. Burrow looked pretty good, and Kamara had a nice game back, but fortunately, that's the it for uh, Zane. No uh, Carmageddon this year. Of course, the only way for Zane to make the playoffs was if both Nick and Stefan scored a certain number of points and won their game. Well, both of them took care of business handily. Nick, 143 points on the week, just showed up to play. And unfortunately, Zach's team was uh, still suffering with some injuries there and uh, couldn't stop him from making it into the playoffs. He's uh, now on six in a row to get into the playoffs now. And he's looking pretty scary. Stefan, meanwhile, he, ne- he not only needed to win, but he needed to score 151 points on the week and ended up getting 171, just completely out of nowhere. Najee Harris, Jamar Chase, James Conner, huge games, all 20-plus. Prater even had a 16-pointer as well. Everyone on his team just had a huge game, except for DK. Maybe the only weakness on his team right now, as uh, the Seahawks seem to be. Uh, kind of an enigma on offense. Russ and Lockett seem to be doing great together, but not sure what's going on with DK. Across the field from Stefan was Jaron, who uh, had already locked a spot into the postseason, what, but was playing for a, a bye week, and unfortunately his uh, his uh, team of handcuffs was unable to pull through for him. Only 90 total points, and another another really bad game by Prescott. Probably a little worrying for Jaron now, who has to play this week. Elimination on the line, but... Uh, He's had a lot of good luck so far, so maybe he can get one again. Uh, in my own matchup, I played against Matt, and uh, we were both playing. Winner basically goes in, and uh, unfortunately for Matt, he uh, his team decided to just disappear on him. Lowest points on the week, and got uh, Mahomes and Hill. Unfortunately, uh, their defense seems to be carrying the team, so they uh, don't need to be producing an offense. And not great for fantasy, and let him down here. Uh, McLaurin also had an injury earlier in that game, so unable to get any points out of him. My team seemed to be all cylinders are go. Cook had a huge game on the Thursday night after his uh, apparent dislocated shoulder was not an issue. Almost 35 points Thursday night, so started off the week well for me, and everyone else just seemed to play as pretty well too. Gordon and Javante crossed the field, both uh, both big games by those running backs. Herbert's looked pretty great as a quarterback. He's not getting those as many of those rushing touchdowns some other guys are getting, but on the field, he looks really good, which is yeah, a great feeling for myself with going into the postseason here, and they're playing Thursday night against the Chiefs, which could be, as we hope, a huge game of scores. The last matchup was more or less 
Irrelevant was Connor against Neil. I say that only because for Connor to make the postseason here, he had to win by like 150 points and a couple of teams to lose in front of him. Well, he definitely did not score enough points. And so at the end of the day, his season will be is over now. And but he has a lot of a lot of good uh, keepers in, in on his team. Some guys to look forward to in the offseason, maybe trade bait, of course. On the other hand, Neil. Neil locked up his number one seed, and congrats on the $50, you know, top team in the league. Um, his team continues to look good, and Cup and Devontae Adams are basically cheat codes. You don't have to worry about them, and here they are, 24 and 29 points, respectively. Of course, it looks like he's uh, giving his guys the week off. If you look ahead, uh, not a single guy in his lineup this week, except for uh, Jonathan Taylor, just to see how well he can do on his own, literally carrying his team right now. And of course, Keith also has the bye, and uh, he's not so nice to his guys, making them play a full game. Hopefully none of them get hurt over that. You know, I guess now it would have been a good time to talk about the non-playoff teams, but you know, there isn't really incentive for them to win right now. Um, their draft position order is locked in now, and uh, basically they can just look forward to keepers and something like that when the offseason comes. Maybe maybe something we can look into in this offseason is uh, implementing some sort of mini-tournament for choosing your draft position at the end of the year to really get these guys fired up to close up the season rather than probably just uh, setting and forgetting and seeing what else happens in the world. Let's take a look at the first postseason matchup here between myself and Stefan. Pretty close one here. Stafford and Herbert are both quarterbacks known for having huge games and uh, maybe disappearing and having not-so-good ones. Well, hopefully uh, both these guys have some pretty good games this weekend. Next, Eckler versus Harris. Another two guys that are big play potential. Harris has continued to play really well and just a huge amount of volume. Eckler is a, has a sore ankle, but uh, hopefully that doesn't bother him too much in a game against the Chiefs, which, if they win, could put them at the top of that division, which so there's a lot to play for. Next, Cook against Patterson. And Patterson continues to not make any sense in the world of fantasy, and uh, who knows what happens next week against San Francisco. Cook, meanwhile, is playing Chicago Monday night, so we're going to have to wait and see if he has another big game. Another good matchup between us is Samuel versus Chase. You know, these guys seem to, to live and thrive off of efficiency. Samuel... Didn't even have a, had one catch last week and still managed to put up 12 points. He's uh, finding his game in, in the running back position. It's just very strange. Chase, on the other hand, just needs one big catch, and uh, that's it. He'll be good. And uh, I expect that to happen again. Should be a good one. And uh, we both have some pretty decent flex options as well. Stefan's coming off of a huge win and myself coming off a pretty big win, but uh, I think it'll be good. Next matchup here between uh, <clears throat> Jaron and Nick. Nick's been rolling six wins in a row. His team has been on fire. And uh, I imagine that's going to continue again. Rogers seems to take all the criticism and play it on the field. Darrell Williams, on the other hand, manages to find the end zone with uh, limited work on the Chiefs offense. Last week, they had a lot of rushing touchdowns and scores from the running backs. We'll see if that works as well again against the Chargers, who <clears throat> have known to have a bit of a weaker run defense. Nick here has also found a lot of value here in uh, Hunter Renfro, who 
the last three weeks, 18, 15, 22, and just continues to get a million targets and catches. And if he finds the end zone, it's going to be a big game. Keenan Allen's also coming back from the missing a week with the COVID protocol. So see if he's going to be set to go tomorrow night. Darren, on the other hand, he's uh, gotten here in the postseason by finding value on the waiver wires as he's lost some guys to injuries throughout the season. And we'll see see if he finds any value this week. You know, he still has some star names in Joe Mixon and Deontay Johnson, who both both could easily take over a game for him. And A.J. Dillon, uh, you know, he got a lot of work last week. He just didn't score. So if he finds his way into the end zone this week against Baltimore, you know, you never know. I think a lot of his team, though, comes down to Prescott, who's who's been not very good this year. Um, a lot of iffy games, and you know he's only been over twenty twice in the last six weeks. So we'll see. You know he got that injury and off of that big win, and maybe it's still hampering him a bit. But if he can have a big game to keep up with Rogers, then I think I think Jaron has a shot here. All right. Well, that is. A quick, speedy run-through of uh, of our playoff matchups here. You know, just want to get a quick one out there and get people excited for this coming weekend. It's elimination time. People are going home. I guess going from their couch because we're all at home. Well, hopefully we don't have any major COVID outbreaks. There's been a few players, a lot of players getting it these days, going on the protocol and missing games and seems to be uh, spreading quite rapidly throughout the professional sports world. So. Yeah, hopefully more guys aren't hits. You know, I'm, I myself have two guys, and I think everyone pretty much has one guy that's on the protocol right now. It just seems to be spreading through some teams right now. Hopefully, yeah, people can stay healthy. This isn't the time to go in for that deep shot, looking for some Kenneth Farrow kind of guy to play last minute to take you to the championship. Well, this was fun and hasty and quick and probably be turned around faster than ever. So much less to edit. <laughs> Good luck to everyone this weekend on their postseason matchup. Sorry to the guys who aren't going to make it this year. Um, better luck next time and enjoy your couple weeks off looking for some super deep sleepers that maybe might be worth some keeper value next year. Who knows? <laughs>